together growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 20 from verses 11 to verse 18. At the time, Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Saying this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom do you seek? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni. Jesus said to her, Do not hold me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and said to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. It's one of the most beautiful account where Mary stood outside weeping and she wept as she stood and stooped to look inside the tomb. Mary knows the pain. Mary knows how it feels like to lose someone you love. This is only in chapter 20. In chapter 11, Mary had lost her brother Lazarus. And when Jesus had come, Mary and Martha both said to Jesus, separately though, Lord, if you had been around, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And so you, you, you pick up the sadness from Mary, the hurt, because they had sent a message to Jesus, the one whom you love is sick. And so we know the pain of losing someone you love. We know the frustration. We know the hurt. We know that it leaves us uncertain. What is it that God is doing in our lives? And so when Jesus died, even though he had said to Mary in chapter 11, I am the resurrection and the life, even though Mary had experienced 
the resurrection of Lazarus, even though Mary believed that God is capable of doing far more greater things, she still stood outside and she cried. Because the pain is the pain. Sometimes we, we can lose a friend, a brother, a sister, a spouse, a child. There is no time when you can say, I'm now okay with death. There's never a time when you can say, I've now accepted death. It always leaves us with mixed emotions. Sometimes we are so confused that we're angry at ourselves. We're angry at God. We're angry at those who left us. And so Mary stood but for me, this also echoes the frustration of Mary, the mother of Jesus. While Mary stands outside the tomb, Mary stood at the foot of the cross. And while the author does not tell us that Mary, the mother of Jesus, was crying, it makes perfect sense to presume that she must have wept bitterly. For his son. And so you see the pain. That my suffering. Has caused. To someone else. You see the pain that. Our well-being. And life experiences. Can impact. Other people. Differently. And so we see. And we know. Now. She stooped. And she looked. And upon realizing that Jesus was not there. She finds that Jesus is not where they had laid him. And things had changed. And she thinks that they have taken Jesus. Because she turns around and she asks where have you put my Lord? I do not know where you have put him. Where is he? Mary presumes that they have stolen the body of Jesus. And even when she looks and sees Jesus standing, she thinks he's a gardener. And Jesus says, woman, why are you crying? Whom do you seek? Now, there are three things here for me. The first one, Mary could not recognize Jesus. This we also find in Luke 24, where Cleopas and his companion could not recognize Jesus. We don't know why, but they just could not recognize him. And sometimes our pain and stop us from seeing the bigger picture. Sometimes we can be so engrossed into our own situation that we don't see that there's something bigger than this. And we remain victims of the here and now. We make decisions about the future based on the temporary situation. That's the first thing. 
The second thing for me is the question, why are you crying? Why are you sad? Why am I feeling like this? What's going on? Now, Jesus asked this question and he wants to know, why are you crying? And I think it's still relevant to us in our lives even today. Why am I crying? Why am I so sad? Why am I so frustrated? And the answer, Mary, obviously, I have lost my mother and I don't know where they've laid him. And the second question, whom do you seek? Who will complete you, as it were? Who will give you the identity you need? Who will give you a sense of belonging that you need? Who will complete you, if I were to use that word? And the answer, obviously, is Jesus. I am looking for Jesus. I'm searching for him. He's the one who is the reason for my existence. That's the answer that Mary would have given to the angel. And I find it absolutely interesting that when he realizes that it's Jesus, Jesus says, Mary, and Mary says, Rabuni. And he says to, to Mary, do not be afraid, but don't hold on to me as yet. For I have not yet ascended into heaven. Do not be afraid. That's the first word. The second word, do not hold on yet. And because these two words can destroy our lives. Fear can prevent me from growing. Holding on without learning to let go can literally destroy my life. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.